yesterday's last Mishnah, so we talked about whether uh, Ger can read the Parsha of Bikurim, because he can't really say, because he wasn't part of Klal Yisrael. And the Mishnah says that he can't read the Parsha, Rambam Paskins Lahalacha that he can read the parasha because all Gerim are considered to be children of Avram Avinu. <coughs> Since they're children of Avram Avinu, they can read the parasha. Um, from that topic, we segue into another topic about Gerus before we get back to our issue of uh, people who can't say the parasha of Bikurim when they bring the Bikurim. So Rebelezer ben Yaakov says that, uh, that there was a minigan Kla Yisrael that a Kain number of kahanim in the room, a kain would never marry a giyeres unless she had a Jewish parent from one side. Uh, it came from a pasuk in Yecheskel that said that the kain has to marry someone that's Mizera Beis Israel, and if someone came from Gerim on both sides, so they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't marry. Um, even though that's not pasuk in the halacha, but uh, Luchumra, many people uh, do keep that or did keep that that halacha of Elizabeth Yaakov but as long as there's one Jewish parent meaning Jewish from uh, not a convert so then halacha wouldn't apply getting back to our to our our Indian of people who bring Bikurim but don't say the Parsha so again it has to be it has to be that you have a Yerusha in the land um, therefore, anybody who's coming on behalf of somebody else and bringing the Bikurim, for instance, an apotropis for Yisemim. Yisemim, since they're not mature enough to take care of their own property, so they would have a caretaker who would uh, still use word, word used in the Israeli lexicon, apotropis, responsible for another, for a child, for an adult. So... If he would bring the Bikurim for Yisemim, he doesn't bring. A shliach, uh, he doesn't say the Parsha. Shliach doesn't say the Parsha. Similarly, if you have an Isha, or even a Tumtum Andragonist, who are not Nichlal, in the classic dinam of Yerusha, so they don't bring it unless they're married. If they're married, so then, uh, what's it called? So then the husband can uh, be maybe Vakaire. Now how that interferes faces with Gerim, because Gerim don't have a direct Yerusha either, so that's not 100% clear to me because Gerim, we come out, do read the parasha even though they're not Nichlal in Yerusha. But in Isha over here, we have in the Mishnah, says uh, <coughs> if she brings Bikurim, she brings the Bikurim, but she can't read the parasha because of the, because of the Pasuk, Asher, Asher Nasata Shemli, that the Adama is not hers. So let's see Mishnah Zion inside. Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov, Isha bas Gerim, leitim nasei l'kohuna. So an Isha who is the daughter of Gerim on both sides, she can't marry into Kahuna. Until her mother, Lakal Hapachos, is uh, from a Jew. And this includes not only straight Gerim, but even uh, Gerim, <coughs> even uh, a Gerim or Avadim Meshukrarim, three Davadim who have the same din as Gerim, and even if it's ten generations down the line that uh, that the parenthood is all from Gerim, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Until their mother is a mother that comes from a Jew, and then that would break uh, that would break the din, and then you can marry into Kahuna. Next part of the Mishnah, Apotropis Shliach Eved, okay, an Eved, 
Ve'aisha, Tumtum, Vandroiginis, all of these people who don't have their own land, Mevi'in Veloi Kairim. Evid over here is talking about that he brings for his master. Uh, Isha and Tumtum Androgynous, they don't have their own land. The other people also bring for somebody else. Maybe they bring Bikurim, but they don't say to Parsha, because you can't say, Okay, here we move on to uh, another Mishnah and uh, some more cases where you're going to be maybe Ve'ena Kaire, also because you don't own land. So the first case in the Mishnah is uh, where you have. Where you have a person who bought two trees or three trees on someone else's land, the halacha is that we're koveya that the stam das is is that you buy if you buy three trees together, so then you also have a degree of ownership on the land that the trees are on. Two is a machlekes, and therefore we have a machlekes as to whether uh, whether you are chayiv and bikurim because you don't own any land. So the halacha is three. You may be v'kayre. Two, you're maybe, but why? Because we don't know whether you own the land or not, and uh, <coughs> that's one halacha. Another halacha is, and this everybody will agree with, let's say that the land that my uh, fruit grew on changed. So I have, my, uh, I have my land, which has a beautiful tree or a beautiful orchard, and uh, the orchard is being watered by a, a built-in maya and a built-in fountain. And the fountain dries up and all the trees go bad. Or the tree got chopped down. So that's no longer as Adam Ashinasatali because the land that you had right now is pretty much <coughs> sterile. You can't grow anything anymore, anymore <coughs> over there. So therefore in that situation, you're also going to say, uh, you're also going to bring Bikurim, but ain't a kairi. And finally, the last halacha over here, which comes from a different pasuk, it says by Bikurim v'samachta b'chalatayim, and we learn out from there that you only are going to read the <coughs> you're going to only read the parsha at a time of simcha. Time of simcha, you read the parsha. Otherwise, just bring the Bikurim, but you don't read the parsha. So, what's the time of simcha? So we don't relate to it so much anymore because we work on computers today and we work on Wall Street and uh, play the Dow Jones. So it doesn't make a difference whether it's August or November. Right? But in the old days, the time of Simcha was when all the payers came in. So payday was basically from Pesach, right? or really from Shavuos more appropriately. Shavuos, you know, the, the harvest was coming in until, until Sukkot. That's happy time, right? During happy time, you bring your Bikurim. If you bring it after Sukkot, until Hanukkah, so that's a Machlekes, we paskin, that that's not such happy time. Even though there were some people, you know, the latecomers, the people who get their income tax, the tax extension, they don't make it on time, so they would take in their crops until Hanukkah. Uh, after Hanukkah, for sure, is, uh, there's, no, there's no reading of the parsha. So there's a lot of information over here. Let's see Mishnah Vav inside. Somebody buys two trees inside his friend's property. Maybe ve'ena kairi. So he's maybe ve'ena kairi. Rabbi Meir, I'm a maybe ve'kairi. Rabbi Meir's shita is maybe ve'kairi, but the Tanakhama says maybe ve'ena kairi because it's not clear that the, that the land belongs to you. Yaveh shamayon. If the fountain, the water supply in the uh, field dried up and feels no longer any good, niktsasa ilon, or the tree fell down, tree got cut down, <coughs> maybe ve'ena kairi because it's not this adamash anymore. It's not the same land that you planted on. 
Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, maybe Vakaira, Rabbi Yehuda argues on that, we don't pass them like Rabbi Yehuda. Me'atzeres v'yadachag, from Shavuos until Sukkot, maybe Vakaira. That's the happy time. Minachag v'yad Chanukah, but from Sukkot until Chanukah, maybe you still bring Bikurim, but ve'ena Kaira, because that's not the Zman Simcha. And Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra, maybe Vakaira, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra says, do you do read the parsha then? We don't pass them like Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra. But uh, what's it called? After Hanukkah, no one says that you read the Parsha.